0: You are listening to an entertainment program put together by a company called Financial Ineptitude. Anything said on this show is not an endorsement or professional advice. Would you really want to tell a court of law you were suing us because you thought taking financial advice from two idiots on a podcast put out by Financial Ineptitude was a good idea? Really? Clown hat, smiley face. Was I supposed to say that? Yep. Oh? Yeah. Or was yeah. I supposed to act that out? Well, hello
1: and welcome to The China Shop. I'm shopkeeper Dan, and with me as always is Kyle, creator of FinancialNeptitude.com. How are you doing today, Kyle?
0: I'm doing great. I could not sleep last night, so I took some uh, children's Benadryl. Yeah, mm. <laughs> uh, I was supposed to go to the store.
1: But instead you stole the Benadryl from a child?
0: Yes, yes, exactly. Excellent, excellent. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I slept till... I got up at like 7. I was supposed to go to Costco, or Sam's Club, and uh, I was like, you know what, fuck that. I'm going back to bed. <laughs> I slept for another three hours. <laughs> uh, I felt glorious. I finally
1: feel rested. Oh, well, congratulations. I'm excited for you. That's a wonderful feeling. <laughs> right? I've been searching for for years. I know. <laughs> oh, Folks, come on into the shop with us today. Sit back, relax, rage against the hedge machine. We'd love to welcome any new listeners just joining us. We're here smashing our way into a complete set of fine china, sharing those ever-growing strategies for trying to maximize gains and cut losses. If you're new to the shop and stock trading in general, you can always check out our knowledge center on financialnep2.com or give one of our beginning trading episodes a listen. We uh, we have all those links in the episode description. Best place to be, though, is follow that link in, to the Discord server. Kyle and I get on there every day. Every day. We're sharing charts, trade ideas, answering questions, having a good time. And, and when you do join that server, don't forget to send us a message. With your email or mailing address. So don't, don't forget to send us a message uh, or email with your email. Let light lick lusty leathers. Uh, don't forget to send us a private message or email with your mailing address. We'll send you a smash it yourself mug or shot glass straight from the shop. Oh, we're just so glad you're here. Uh, we have a lot of fun. It's always better with friends. Always fantastic, fantastic show for you guys. And today. we're
0: getting more friends. We're getting
1: more friends. I love it. I love uh, it. Oh, no, so weird. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's weird for you to have friends, Kyle, but uh, I've had a few in my life, and it, it's a good time. These are I the best it.
0: kind of friends, too, because I don't have to go hang out with them to maintain <laughs> the friendship.
1: <laughs> 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 no physical proximity required exactly oh, thank, thank the lord exactly oh we got any uh, show news going on
0: uh we do we've got uh the episode with Shaher abrams coming out this week that we recorded oh yeah really good crypto episode so looking forward to releasing that that was a great episode yeah i don't think he knew what he was getting into i think he didn't know that we were <laughs> yeah not a typical stock trading <laughs> <laughs> yeah we had fun yeah, it <laughs> um, was good. Very good time. Vico's coming back uh, at the end of the month. Let's see, then in October we've got Matt Rayner and Anthony Fatsies, uh Scheduled our new beginner episode with uh, a local dentist. So I'm looking forward to answering some of his questions. Mm. And change bridge is now scheduled. That will be at the end of the month.
1: Yes, the ETF guys. Uh, yes. I can't wait to talk to them. Me
0: too. Oh, and also, I think we owe a big thank you to our first uh, uh, donation. Oh yeah was it chris it was chris something do we have to give out his last name oh no we don't have to yeah i guess thank you christopher thank you christopher thank you very much um i think i got your email on here from when you filled that out so uh be on the lookout because we're probably going to be sending you a thank you ringtone
1: yes oh oh yeah i've got i've got some music work on my plate here kyle i know i sent you the lyrics yesterday
0: i'm really looking forward to this one <laughs>
1: <laughs> Well, folks. We have just got a harrowing, hair-raising, hungry show for you today. I am starving. Plenty of market-moving news, stocks on the radar, and more options than a
0: butcher at a petting zoo. <laughs> oh, that's awful. <laughs> 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 because of the animals or the children? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you—you you
1: real dark? I thought it was dark, and you were like, "Let's go a shade darker." <laughs> oh reach reach out to us we love your messages and comments on twitter and facebook we love uh your questions on discord uh we got that link in the episode description if you're old school send us an email to the number two bulls at financialneptitude.com that's two bulls at financialneptitude.com or you can give us a phone call 725-22 bulls maybe you got a hot stock tip maybe you want to tell us about a great trade you just made or maybe you're just hitchhiking through Oregon trying to mind your business and some shady local sheriffs start trying to kill you, they drew first blood. It doesn't matter. We love it when you reach out. Mm. Oh I think it's uh bet I think time. It's time to talk about the bet.
0: Let's do it. Bet time. And as I'm getting used to doing, I'll go first. Uh, as <laughs> is tradition. Uh yeah. Uh <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I picked AMD. Um, I had a bunch of plans for taking profits that never materialized.: <laughs> mm, Yeah, it's got to go up first Yeah it did go up a few times, just never quite nearly as much as I thought it might. Mm. Uh, opened the week at a dollar uh finished at 10388. kept trying to spike up and then kept selling off. Uh, took my total down from 48997 to 48355. Ooh still. Not too far up, I've been putting some good stop losses in, my stocks even haven't been triggering those, so I'm still within striking distance one good week can really turn this around you're still you're still
1: looking at a fifteen percent to to pass me uh yeah, that's only if you don't lose anything well, that's <laughs> <true>. <laughs> what did you I shorted Johnson and Johnson, and you know I was looking at this before the show today. I was looking at the chart, and I was like, my analysis was spot on it broke that hundred day moving average. Why didn't I buy puts on Monday? <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, I thought you did. You didn't back that one up? Oh.
1: No. And and I really should have yeah. like uh it opened uh Monday it opened Johnson Johnson was at $167.92. Uh I did I sold half of it when it got down to 165 and then it finished the week at 164.75 which brought my bet total up to $534.15.
0: All right. Yeah, hold the applause. Hold the applause. Folks. It's just t- just ten dollars. I got some bad news for you, Dan. <laughs> oh no! Random also decided to short a stock. It took Kiwi Q I W I opened at eight forty two and finished at eight seventeen. Oh no! So uh, Random is now sitting at five forty three fifty four. Oh mm-hmm. goddamn it! Who mm-hmm. rolled did. that dice <laughs> to get it to short? Oh. I know. Why do you keep making it harder? Keep making it harder. <laughs>
1: <laughs> damn you <laughs> random oh wow i'm gonna put that on my damn. tombstone <laughs> fuck you random
0: uh all right last bit to get through before we jump into the news is our poll question mm-hmm. uh we asked who'd win in a celebrity cage fight between elon musk and jeff bezos yeah uh 18 went with Jeff, sixty-four uh, percent went with Elon, and another eighteen percent said it was too close to call. So a lot of people siding with Elon on this one. I don't disagree. Did
1: did we get any good blow-by-blow commentary?
0: No, we did not. I I wrote that I thought that uh, Bezos would probably uh, his lawyers would probably get very favorable terms for the match, but Elon would probably like replace his weak mm. bones with you know steel and just dominate anyway. <laughs>
1: Uh-huh, uh-huh. Is it, uh, yeah, we're is it definitely time for rambling. some news?
0: <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah, a little bit. Keeps keeps people on the edge of their seats. When are they going to say <laughs> something interesting? Surely it's going to come
0: right now. Let's just play a song. <laughs> all right.
1: Well, it's all for the money. Tune to the show. Need a good story so my margin grows. won't you. Listen to all our news. Some with the Shop news okay well kyle any big headlines you're you're itching to talk about um i thought you had one that
0: you were really wanting to
1: I, I i do i just you know always like to give you the opportunity if i can think
0: about it inflation is really starting to be a problem <laughs> what inflation you don't say um the headline of this inflation challenging stock market underpinnings as investors look ahead to the fed meeting Uh, there's been a lot of selling pressure lately i think a lot of this is having to do with uh you know the threats of the inflation so wage pressures supply chains disruptions uh from covid19 are adding to these costs and a lot of uh a lot of these companies are having a tough time passing on the inflation to you know the people who have to purchase all their stuff uh the consumer price index did miss the estimate uh for you know on the good side it was it climbed 0.3 percent when it was estimated to be 0.4 percent and the consumer price index because uh it was up 5.3 uh, percent in august uh down from 5.4 in july but uh there's still a lot of uh, concern uh and then you couple yeah. that with the federal reserve looking to maybe ease up on the uh the bond purchasing or you know, the qualitative easing or whatever the fuck you call it tapering you know there's a lot of yeah they're
1: putting what 160 billion dollars a month is it oh god is it
0: that much yeah
1: yeah the federal reserve is purchasing like 160 billion dollars worth of bonds every month to prop up the economy
0: i don't wonder why it keeps going up Yeah. This is, this is the quote I like. Inflation is moving in the economy like a pig through a python. <laughs> Jade Jacobs, head of research <laughs> and strategy at Global X. <laughs> it's a little bit of a whack a right now, he said. A pig through a python. I love that. So, Inflation data released September 14th by the U.S. government should a cost of living rose at a slower than expected pace in August. The, the consumer price index was still elevated at 5.3% year over year. Prices last month fell for airfare, hotels, car insurance, used vehicles, but the cost of food rose sharply, while prices also increased increase for new cars gasoline home furnishing and rent rent has been going nuts lately yeah
1: if you if you don't already have a place to live this is the worst time i've ever seen to try
0: and find one and there's been some sneaky ways that they're trying to hide inflation too that george keeps talking about if you listen to his uh his morning market updates Mm -hmm. on the trade pro channel he keeps talking about like there's little things that you don't really notice like packagings are getting smaller like less rolls of toilet paper on your your rolls or you know paper towel sheets like little things like that the
1: uh one of the convenience stores near my house liquidated all of their king size m&ms and i bought a bunch because they were cheap Mm -hmm. and the new ones that hit the shelves are smaller like by half an ounce really they're half an ounce smaller Mm -hmm. Yeah, and that's probably why they liquidated all the other ones, is they didn't want people to see them side by side. I bet you're right. So it's the same price, and you're getting less M and
0: What's that Mitch Hedberg joke he used to do about like uh, the Hershey's bars where they stamp like the brand into the into the chocolate bar? He says so it's just a sneaky way to, st- to rob you of chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> oh <Yo>, yeah, <laughs> one of those stamps are getting deeper too. Which is <laughs> right?
1: <laughs> yeah, they it, it's stuff like that. They, that's how they hide it. Yeah, there's a lot more of that going on. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, nine cent only stores selling shit for five dollars. What's,
0: what's that about? What kind of world do we live in? <laughs> I guess Dollar General doesn't mean everything's a dollar. They're just all round numbers. <laughs> Fuckers. Oh yeah, inflation's a bitch,
1: and you can't run away from it forever. Mm. It, it, it's the pig and a python. Eventually, it'll make it through,
0: <laughs> and it won't be uh, it won't be pleasant.
1: <laughs> it kind of kind of lines up with uh, the 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 story that I I the story I came across that that made my jaw kind of drop a little bit. What's that? Uh, apparently, investors have pulled nearly sixty two billion dollars from cash accounts this week to put them in uh, stocks and bonds
0: and gold. Oh, so they are buying the dip. I was really starting to get worried. Yeah
1: this was the fastest pace in more than a year and uh it's betting basically you know betting that the federal reserve is going to continue to support the markets oh and i i sorry it's not 160 billion dollars per month in asset purchases it's 120 apologies to that's everyone it's a only lot. 120 billion dollars <laughs> <laughs> a month that's
0: still an unfathomable number yeah <laughs>
1: Fifty-one billion went in equities, sixteen into bonds, and thirty-seven million into gold. So gold, gold's the the little little
0: toddler. This is all before the Fed meeting, right? Yes, I think that was through the week. So when is that meeting supposed to be? That next meeting is September twenty-first, Kyle. All right, Tuesday.
1: Yeah, lots of people expecting the the Fed to keep. Propping. Keep on propping it up.
0: Well, I think uh, we talked about it last week. The the voting member who thinks it's going to happen this year, he mm-hmm. also said that he did not think it was going to happen on this coming uh, meeting. Like it wasn't going to be voted on yet. So people are probably just, I guess, trying to get the last little bit out of this run that they can.
1: Yeah. One of Bank America's strategists said, uh, I guess Michael Harnett, said that uh, liquidity... Uh, is is hasn't been this easy since July 27. Uh, sorry. Since July 2007.
0: Oh, I thought that was, uh, I think the other statement is a little funnier. <laughs> like, it hasn't been this easy since last week. <laughs> <laughs> like wow, uh, that's really scary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh
1: 3 3 months before the S&P topped out ahead of what they call the great financial crisis. So, mm. everything's gotten super liquid. And the feds propping it up and talking about, well, maybe, maybe we'll start tapering, maybe we won't. I don't know. It's. Just, I'm. I'm glad that uh, they have to stop soon. I'm glad that I'm learning trading and not long-term investing because I know, right? <laughs> yeah.
0: Because when this thing does come down, I think uh, hopefully we'll be in a good position to capitalize. Yeah,
1: yeah, and not and not lose my shirt. No. Uh, <laughs> <Yep. laughs> Yeah, so we'll see what happens with the 21st, 22nd meeting when they talk about tapering. Uh, but so far, cash is just flowing right into those equities. A lot of big big tech.
0: Can't really see that on the uh, S&P. Yeah? S&P is, did not seem to really benefit from that inflow. So there's still a lot more well, people pulling out.
1: It's still gone 377 days without a 10% pullback. Mm. So Wow. Really? Yeah. Wow. Okay. Longest stretch since February 2016 to February 2018. So, you know, maybe we can keep the party going. Who knows?
0: Uh, maybe. <laughs> uh, uh, last thing on my list to talk about kind of ties in with uh, what we're saying with inflation, about the, the wage pressures being a uh, uh, something that companies are having trouble. I think you actually posted this story, too, so I'm stealing it. But you Do it. Uh, looks like companies are finally going to start getting rid of drug testing <laughs> to start filling yes. some of these positions. I've gotten so desperate <laughs> that uh, smoking pot will no longer disqualify you from working at places like Amazon.
1: Look, we don't care if you're if you're high at work. Just we need people.
0: <laughs> this this actually like this whole thing, like people talk about it being the great resignation. I actually think it might be like the greatest strike the country has ever seen.
1: Right. Right. Like. People aren't looking to stop working forever. They just want good terms.
0: Almost seventy, yeah. Almost seventy percent of employees world or employers worldwide are having trouble finding the people they need. Yeah, they're starting to offer not just higher wages and flexible schedules, but free college tuition for workers.
1: Yeah, I saw that. What was that? Uh, Amazon doing that?
0: Was this? Yeah, uh, I didn't say who. It just said that that's something that people are starting to do.
1: Well, you know, uh, I just left my job and I was, I was at the grocery store and we we're talking to the checkout clerk and he would, and, and I said, yeah, yeah, it's my last day. He's like, it's my last day here too. And he started talking about how he was able, it, it wasn't hard for him to go find a place that he wanted to work at more mm-hmm. and negotiate a higher term of pay and then just everything, he negotiated everything better Yeah, because the worker has a little bit of power all of a sudden. Worker has a lot of power right now. If you were stuck in
0: <laughs> a job that you don't like, start looking around, because you can get some much better terms. Yeah, yeah. Almost 11 million job openings since July. Yeah, oh,
1: wow. Yeah. You know, after, uh, what was it, the Black Death in Europe in the Middle Ages, when all of the peasants all of a sudden could negotiate their rights, because there wasn't enough peasants to do the work? Oh, did that happen? yeah. Hmm. Yeah, it was. You know, when when you lose half your workforce, the, the other half that's surviving, they're like, "Oh yeah, you want me to do all that shit? Well, guess what? I want I want it to be a little bit more equitable for me." Yeah, I don't care. I don't care if you are the Prince of England. Get the fuck out of here.
0: I didn't vote for you. <laughs>
1: yeah, I didn't vote for you.
0: <laughs> Listen, daft women hanging out in ponds, loving cemeteries. It's no system for basis of government. <laughs> <laughs> all right we're really digressing now
1: (laughs) whoa what else you got there is a big crisis going on over in china they're calling it china's lehman brothers moment there's a giant uh real estate property company called Evergrande. it's Mm -hmm. the the second biggest in china and it's about to default on its debts and um that's not good no no and there is nothing but speculation about what's going to happen like like it's it's such a big moment that this, this company is going to default on $300 billion of debt. That, mm-hmm. that people more, are like, more. well, it's just Lehman <laughs> Brothers all over again. More
0: like never grand. Never grand. <laughs> <laughs> So how does that work in China, then? They actually can buy properties? Oh. I thought they were communists. Don't you, like, get everything assigned to you? No. No. Oh. Uh, I thought... I thought that's how communism worked. I thought you just show, you know you wait in line, you get your weekly food rations. Everybody shares everything.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, I guess I guess some communist countries are are like a uh, 1950s American grade school film strip on what it's like <laughs> in the Soviet Union. <laughs> for sticking with me to the end. I didn't know if I was going to stick the landing on that. Uh, <laughs> well, that's just it. Is, is there a communist nation with socialist policies, but even, you know, everybody
0: uses currencies, right? Yeah, they got a lot more capitalism in them than communism, I think, at this point.
1: It's it's just, capitalism exists on the national stage. Mm-hmm. so uh, And it has to in, unless, unless everything becomes strict barter, which is not what we need. No, <laughs> you know, uh, <laughs> China has to exchange currencies for foreign goods and services. That's just a, that's just a fact. You know, so mm-hmm. they've got uh, you have got their own like an economy. You know, people make money and they they spend money. And apparently, their bank their their companies go bankrupt just like ours. Ha! You're not so different, China. Uh, but that is one of the speculations uh, of what might happen. <laughs> is is China the government might step in? and just say, oh, you're too mm-hmm. big to fail. Where have we seen that before?
0: That's Yeah, yeah. They have a lot more leeway to do that, too. They actually do, yeah. For sure, for sure. China also stepped in, you remember that Ant IPO that everyone be watching for? Yeah. Like, they're making them divest their lending arm, I think it was. Um, I'm speaking from the hip, because I don't have a story pulled up. But, you know, they're, they're breaking up uh, some of those portions of Alipay. Oh yeah yeah. I'm like no you're too big to <laughs> you're too big to, to have- live. <laughs> 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 This is its own company. You don't get to have these two together. Uh so
1: so everybody in China is worried that uh this this uh, property company is going to start offloading and selling its assets to stop the bleeding mm-hmm. which could make real estate spiral down. You know they they would be just dumping a ton of property on the market. You know what happens when there's more sellers than buyers. Yep. Yeah. Uh, So we'll see. I'm excited to watch. Uh, Sorry. I'm anxious to watch. (laughs) Don't want to put a positive spit on it. Sorry, China. I know you're listening. You listen to everybody. (laughs) No. (laughs) We don't bow to China. No, not at all. Uh, I'm I'm watching uh, because this could be this could be a really big moment for their economy and if if china starts spiraling in a bad way downward economically it's going to ripple through the world yeah oh yeah uh they own a lot of american debt and then what if they need that money all of a sudden and they call it due you know that it's gonna
0: i don't think that that i don't think they could do that (laughs) well we'll see That's like loaning money to the school bully. You gonna go up to him and demand your money back? Oh, you think China's too scared of us to to demand its money? I think uh, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, well, we'll see. That's a maybe. That's a discussion we don't want to have. <laughs> just say good luck enforcing that because yeah, you might just destroy everything. Yeah, take it all down. All right. Well, um, let's
1: see, do I have any other stories? I.
0: I don't know if I've got. A- I'm out of uh, the general stories. Uh, i got some stuff in stocks that I want to talk about, but.
1: All right. Well, then I guess it's time to talk about yeah. how. Uh- some loans are just a big mistake. In up over your head. Drowning in those rates and fees. Someone left unsaid. Since the you know that she was born to be she's a loan maker dream banker debt saver won't you call her up and see she's a loan maker dream banker debt saver won't you call her up go 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 two bulls in a china shop is brought to you by the lovely sue pullin at fairway independent mortgage still it's still brought to you (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Wait, or is she still lovely? No, no well, both. both, both, both. Fairway Independent Mortgage is an equal housing lender, and Sue Pullen is a certified mortgage advisor who focuses on finding the right product for you and your needs. She's got years and years and years of experience helping thousands of people purchase, refinance, even even reverse mortgages. If that's that's your thing, Sue will help. She's licensed in twenty seven states, uh, so reach out, see what she can do for you. There's a really good chance. Uh, She's licensed in your state, and uh, if she needs to, if she needs a new license, you know we might just call her up personally she'll, and ask her to do, do it. it. <laughs> she'll do it. Yeah, she's she just she'll loves, do it to help you. Um, she just loves she's done it before she's done it before. Yep. Yeah, she's a fantastic lady. Reach out, give her a call five two zero nine seven 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 nine zero four, or you, you can shoot her an email s s p u l l e n at fairwaymc dot com. Uh, that phone number again is five two zero nine seven 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 nine zero four. Fairway Independent Mortgage has an MLS number 2289. Sue Poland has an MLS number 206048. That email again is spoland at fairwaymc.com. And that phone is 520 977
0: 7904. And Two Bulls is also a proud affiliate of Trade Pro Academy. Trade Pro? Trade Pro Academy is an educational platform that offers institutional trader development programs to new and experienced independent traders. Translation? Mm mm-hmm. Trade like the pros yes that's right trade like the big institutions that's right uh, i got a great staff of highly knowledgeable and successful traders uh as you probably know listening to our show because we've had most of them on <laughs> right <laughs> uh yeah there's no better place that we found to learn all you need to be a successful trader you can find them online at tradeproacademy.com or use our affiliate link in the episode description uh it's a great way to support the show and improve your own knowledge and skills as we mentioned last week, we're still working on trying to get a deal so we can get uh, uh, turn that affiliate link into a discount link. So uh, stay tuned for an announcement on that. All right. Sounds good to me. All
1: right. You ready to talk about some trading? Yeah. All right. You say you want a ticket.
0: quick week so i'll go through them i only made uh i think three real moves um that weren't part of my, you know monthly plan yeah um I traded uh IBM I bought puts at dollar59 and sold them for an average of 201 uh, I picked those up after reading through some of the change bridge short positions and noticed that IBM was like the highest weighted short mm. on their uh, portfolio so when I was looking at the chart I was looking at the levels and don't remember what the exact level was I was looking at I was like oh yeah this is gonna fall and uh it definitely IBM seemed like it was really tied to actually the futures uh, cuz i was watching futures and seeing like the correlation between them and ibm every time futures would drop uh, ibm would fall with it really uh, yeah i mean it, it's a big company so it's probably one of the main things that makes up you know the uh, one of the indexes yeah that's true but yeah i, th- I thought that was kind of interesting watching that i mean it wasn't perfectly correlated obviously but it definitely seemed like it was um let's see I also i picked up some shares of venturepoint venturepoint oh yeah 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 i uh, bought those after the interview went out. I don't know why I feel like I have to wait. It just feels the more ethical to wait until everybody has a chance <laughs> to hear that interview before I purchase anything or make decisions off of it. Oh,
1: yeah. Well, you know, you, you, you do have the money to move that stock price.
0: No, <laughs> I mean, I probably could if I put all of my capital into it, but <laughs> I definitely didn't do that. Uh, the shares are at 40 cents um and after talking to Dr. Adams I mean like the I think the floor for a buyout at this point is a 200 to 300 million uh valuation that would put the price at like two to three dollars somewhere in that range oh wow uh, that's before all the other stuff that they're talking about is you know goes into effect the 3d integration uh they're looking at 40 capabilities it, it's just ge's planning on this massive rollout that should be coming up here soon i think they said the ge launch budget was you know like dwarfs their three-month operations budget oh yeah at venture point yeah <laughs> Uh, yeah, so definitely thought it was worth taking a shot on. I picked up a couple thousand shares at 40 cents a share. Okay. Um, the other one I did, this one was not as good of a move yet, but the jury's still out on it. Uh, Palantir, uh, I bought $30 calls on Friday after that really strong green candle pushed the stock over the 2880 level as I'm mm-hmm. watching. Mm-hmm. I was watching it for a pullback and it didn't really pull back until I bought it. <laughs> so, you know, just spending three weeks learning patience. It seems like. Uh, I still got a lot more to learn. <laughs> yeah. I could have definitely picked that up a lot closer to 28. I think it just barely missed the 28 retest that I was initially waiting for. So I bought those for, I think, a dollar eight average. I did put a stop loss on them. So that just missed getting triggered when it did hit that pullback, and then it came back up and closed close to that. level again uh i do like the fact that it has a gap that still needs filled above 30 i think if it can uh see some strong momentum coming into next week it's it should fill that i think make a nice little turnaround on that flip those shares for you know double hopefully Mm. sorry options uh, then I also sold, uh, AMC call. I sold a $50 call at the beginning of the week and then bought it back, made a hundred some bucks on it and I should have just let it ride. I don't know why I got greedy and thought it was going to go back up again. Uh, but I sold another $45 call for, uh, what was it? Six bucks. Uh, that one for October. Okay. That was your, that was I your, that's it. Your quick couple trades for the week, huh? <laughs> uh, yeah. You can cut <laughs> off the AMC stuff. You can trim
1: it down if you need to. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I played with some, uh, Disney puts. Uh, on on Tuesday, mm-hmm. uh, I bought a uh, hundred seventy seven dollar fifty cent puts at eighty three cents. Sold them oh probably twenty minutes later for a dollar. You know, not not the big world's biggest gain, but but a solid move for, on a day trade.
0: Yeah, for twenty minutes of work, yeah, that's
1: a great a- return. Right. So on on Thursday, I moved out of all of my AMC. I sold the last of my AMC at uh, 46
0: dollars No.
1: Yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah, I know. I, no, your reasoning is sound on that. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Right. I need all that cash to do my day trading uh, options stuff, so I had to, had to sell the last of my longs. Goodbye, AMC. It's been a long ride since
0: $13. Honestly, uh, I think that's probably a smart move because I feel like that I'm actually starting to feel like hanging on to AMC and... Uh, the other meme stocks is really holding me back from being able to fully enact a you know, real trading plan because I got these exceptions that keep yeah. hanging on, you know? Yeah.
1: Yeah. No, I, I felt that. Uh, I felt it weird. It, it felt very weird for me to open up my Ameritrade app and not see AMC on there. I was like, Whoa. I didn't realize I had an emotional attachment to that
0: stock. I do. I definitely do. See you later. <laughs> I think I might do what you did. I might just sell calls on just about everything and then just leave a, a small bit of it to kind of treat it like a long position for the rest of my portfolio and not really mess with it.
1: Yeah. You know? Yeah.
0: Yeah. I think I think I need to do something similar.
1: And then, you know, I I, I got clever, right? I like to be try and ooh, be clever. Oh,
0: this is always good. I
1: bought Disney puts <laughs> and Palantir calls right before close on the sixteenth because I was like, it won't be a day trade if I sell them in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> and and it won't. It won't unless uh, Disney spikes in the morning. Uh, so I bought <laughs> I bought the yep. I, I bought the puts on Thursday at eighty six cents, one hundred eighty dollars puts. Sold them in the morning at fifty cents. So ouch Oof. uh yeah. and then palantir i bought 30 calls at 42 cents and a couple more at 40 cents and wouldn't you know it if i had i, I was listening to the options call with vico and he was like okay i just sold out of my palantir and i was like i'm not <laughs> done with this uh so i, I could have sold them at like i, I could have could have sold them at, at uh just over 50 cents mhm maybe like 52 cents uh instead i got, i cut out and when it got back down to 40 cents <laughs> That's my exit. Oh, and then I'm sitting there watching Disney Bull Flag on the on Friday, and I was like, "This is it. This is my Lotto Friday. Disney breaks out of its Bull Flag, volume looking good, and I picked up calls at a dollar three, and and Disney just fucking turns around, drops, mm-hmm. and I, I end up selling out at fifty two. So I didn't place a trailing stop. I didn't follow my own plan of like hey dan before you start doing this go watch all those videos and then sit with kyle and make sure you understand how to place a trailing top <laughs> loss on your options you don't want to risk all your capital and there i go and i'm i i fucking took twice the loss over twice the loss that i had intended originally oh, intended ouch so that those were all my trades.
0: that's tough because your entry or your reasoning for trying to get into that Sounded pretty solid. You had a pattern. You had a breakout. Everything sounded right, except for the just getting out when it didn't work.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. I was not wrong to make the trade. The entry, mm-hmm. my entry was was good, but my exit was not. <laughs> yep. because uh, you're not going to win every time. You know what I mean? You're look, We're looking for high probability trades. There's no such thing as a perfect trade. Yeah, you know, you, oh, you do this and you'll make money every time. Like, no, there's you can't do that. That's impossible. What <laughs> George say? Right, if, right, if that's right. what you're doing, you're doing something illegal. Like, yeah. there, there's something else <laughs> happening. Like, like those guys. Hey, look, like those guys that were making those Netflix call, buying
0: those Netflix calls. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> The insider information going to be somebody's going to be calling you if you're uh, if you're doing too good. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, um, anything you're looking at this week going forward?
1: I actually am. I'm looking at uh, Pfizer right now. They they just had an article come out uh, Friday night that they're uh, they're, yes, they're recalling all of their Shantix smoking drug and smoking cessation Ooh, drug oh. because it's got high levels of nitrosamine, and so the, they're a cancer risk. Uh, Oh, that's not good. Yeah, anytime a, a pharmaceutical company is recalling every single one of the their pills that are out there in the world,
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's been around for a long time too, hasn't it? Yeah. Oh man, that means there's going to be some lawsuits coming up. Oh man, that's not good for Pfizer.
1: Apparently, it's not something that's supposed to be in there. Mm-hmm. So this is just the stuff that was produced and distributed from May 2019 to September 2021. So no big deal, just two
0: years. (laughs) Oh, man. Yeah, they're going to have some lawsuits on their hands. (laughs) Trying to quit smoking so so I didn't have cancer. And then then they gave me cancer. I'm looking at their chart right now, and they just kind of bounced off of uh, like that 43-ish level yesterday. Yeah. Uh, If that breaks, I mean, I'm looking... I, I don't see support coming in again until forty between thirty-eight and forty again. If oh, they yeah. fall through that third, that forty-three level.
1: Yeah, looking at their daily, they they, they peaked recently at fifty-one eighty five. It's all been bare from there. They went came down, they broke through the twenty-day EMA, retested it, fell, they just broke through, and I would say even took two days of retesting the uh the 50 Mm-hmm. Now Looks like they're heading down towards the 100. and We got the 100 at 42.77. So the question is: Is that the bounce on the end of Friday? Was it support for that uh, that moving average below,
0: or or what? Oof. I don't know. I don't know, but I'll be keeping an eye on it. I think if it falls through that 43, if it falls below 43, I'll probably want to pick up some puts.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm definitely eyeing puts. If you look at the the 15 minute chart on Friday. It did hit that low, and we got we saw some huge buy volume come in to lift it up to give it that uh, that that tail. Yeah, it'd be interesting to see how this plays out. Oh yeah, Monday. Yeah, because it it could just be the first test of that support. Oh yeah, uh, I'm I'm liking how it's how it's retested each moving average. So for me, for me, the money trade is going to be if it breaks that hundred and then tries to to and then breaks the hundred, su- comes back up to try to hundred day moving average, and then yeah, comes back up to try break it and fails again. Yeah, I'm buying puts. Gotcha. Puts on a nice three dollar move downward to right. find find the two hundred.
0: Nice. I've got a story for Intel. I wanted to touch on here. Oh yeah. Because AMD has been kind of, like, eating into their server market share for the last, uh, I don't know, year or so. Ever Mm -hmm. since we've been kind of paying attention to it. Yeah. Um, But it looks like AMD has been, like, slashing the prices of their server chips to try to, you know, fight back. And I was looking at Intel's chart. Oops, that's not Intel. Let's see. We've got a level that it's knocking up against right now at about 54.30. Yeah. Um, Let's see. Since basically... Uh, August twentieth, I think that's when it posted its low. It's been trying to kind of, it's been on a little bit of a bull run from there. The question is, is that going to continue or not? Yeah,
1: well, it's been riding these moving averages down since April. Mm-hmm. You know, this little bull run, it it had just dipped so much lower than the averages that I feel like it was just correcting back up it tested it tested that hundred day and then dropped
0: intel was getting beat up for quite a bit uh based on their i think it was their trip structure i think their was it their seven nanometer getting delayed mm-hmm. um but it was when we, i think that started amd's making progress with five nanometer i think they've already got products out on that but yeah just uh, intel had been kind of getting beat up by amd lately i just wonder if now is about the time when that tide's about to flip
1: i don't know i don't like it on the daily I'm I'm still real bearish for Intel. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it it uh it looks like it's so it's between this is this Yeah, the daily chart definitely looks pretty bearish. You you've got the 20-day moving average is lower than the 100 and 200. You've got the 50 and the 20 below them. Mm-hmm. And it just it just met resistance at the 100 day. Uh yeah. Yeah, that's really to me a big big bullish sign. Bullish? or bearish that's a big bearish sign bearish sign gotcha yeah and you can even see how it's been riding these averages down and it keeps testing that hundred day and getting knocked
0: well, knocked down here's what i mix what i what got me kind of looking at it a little closer is you see that gap down uh august 20th or yeah april 20th from 62 to 58 yeah look at every other gap this year uh let's see there's a gap up on january twelfth that got filled not too long after that. Big gap down on October twentieth, that time frame that got filled. Uh the big gap on the twenty seventh that got mostly filled uh in October.
1: Okay. So you're you're thinking it's inevitable that the gap gets
0: filled? Well I think um uh, I think I read a statistic that is over ninety percent of them get filled.
1: Well the, all those other ones got filled pretty quick.
0: Yeah, and that's what I'm looking at. I'm wondering if uh if that gap's not gonna fill here soon.
1: Gap from that's- April it's been almost <laughs> half a year.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's a good point.
1: And that gap gap down know. was was the moment it broke under the 100 day me- moving average mm. and it's never been able to, re- to get back above it okay well until now well <laughs> <It> maybe <yeah. laughs> there will be there could be a time it comes back above but until that point uh i mean three four days ago it just tested it um i'd yeah. like like to see uh uh if it breaks 54 breaks under 54 well of course i'd be day trading it but here on the daily like i think it's gonna if it breaks under that 54 i guess no i'll say fifty three twenty five below 5325 i'm i'm definitely seeing some puts down to 51 gotcha yeah sorry intel i'm a bear <laughs> still a bear still a bear
0: all right oh, i thought it was worth looking at
1: absolutely oh yeah no That that's a good one
0: um all right well we're getting a little long here should we uh cover some earnings real quick and then move on yeah let's do it
1: my motto's always been win- so I'll wait and watch the charts and the change in price when the movement's mostly finished at the end of the day. And we know the coming earnings gonna move it my way. Skyrockets in sight. Earnings call to life. Earnings called to life.
0: All right. Nothing Monday. Uh Tuesday we've got Adobe FedEx, uh AZO, I think that's don't remember what that is. Stitchfix, S F I X. Uh the twenty second, General Mills and Blackberry. And twenty third, we've got Nike and Costco. And the twenty fourth, we've got Carnival. Ooh,
1: Carnival. They can actually report?
0: Uh it said confirmed.
1: Okay. We'll
0: see. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I'll believe it when it happens.
1: How <laughs> much money I made? No, that's rude of you to ask.
0: <laughs> All right. Crypto?
1: Oh, yeah, let's talk about some crypto. Look at the news. What do you see? The cult of Cryptocurrency. Of cryptocurrency like dilans treats his doge the cult of cryptocurrency cult of cryptocurrency cult of cryptocurrency have you uh come across any amazing crypto stories
0: um, you remember how uh, Musk was making Dogecoin go crazy?
1: Yeah, of course. <laughs> the old pump and dump.
0: <laughs> All right, so, uh, let's see. I'm trying to see what he actually did. He posted a picture, a tweet of his dog. He got a new dog that named it Floki. And it looks like it's one of those, uh, Shiba Inu dogs, like the same dog that Dogecoin has. Uh, yeah, and after he tweeted that, then a bunch of the knockoffs, uh, cryptos of Dodgy went. Soaring. <laughs>
1: wait, wait. So he tweeted a picture of his real life dog, of a new little dog. Yeah, dog that he just got, and it just happens to be the breed that they base the doji coin meme symbol on. Well,
0: I mean, yeah. Oh wow. <laughs> yeah, and it's named Floki. So then uh, this crypto Shiba Floki uh, crypto symbol F L O K I uh, jumped fourteen hundred and six percent higher. Over 24 hours. <laughs> Let's see. There's another Floki that is also up 104%. Dogecoin went up 2%. Baby Dogecoin. No, not baby. Yeah, never mind. Not baby Coin. Yeah. So post a picture of a dog and then another crypto just goes through the roof. Yeah. Wow. Like Elon Musk is like the tea leaves of crypto, I think. Yeah. 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 People. If you can figure out how to read them, you can make some money, but. Like, I don't blame Elon for this one. He just posted a picture of a dog. Like, people are going nuts.
1: <laughs> right? Okay, I'm now... I'm, I pulled up the tweet. It's... Yeah. Okay. And this is literally... Might I remind you... Half of what people do on the internet is share pictures of their pets. Especially puppies and kittens. Yeah. Yep. Oh, wow. They are really <laughs> reading into this. It is literally a close-up <laughs> picture of a sleeping puppy. Oh, my God.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Well, yeah, not his fault. I don't blame him on that one. <laughs> yeah, I,
1: I don't. I don't think he did. He did anything out of the uh, ordinary. I think. I think you're right. People <laughs> are just like glued to his Twitter, uh, right next to their crypto account, and they're like, "Okay, I'm ready to buy. What do you got?"
0: <laughs> I mean, if everybody else is doing it, if you're the first one getting in there, then yeah, it could work. Wow. Now, now I kind of want to try it, but I don't have the wherewithal to stare it twitter yeah i don't either plus i don't know enough of the cryptos to know which one which right everybody's going to associate it with <laughs> uh let's see the other story i got here this is just a quick one but uh, yep. remember we we're talking about the ethereum network upgrade yeah big upgrade and how part of that was going to be like burning some of the coins mm-hmm. so yeah since that upgrade over a billion dollars worth of ether has been burned whoa yeah that's been six weeks so is that the the crypto version of a buyback i don't know because i don't think like ethereum itself is spending any money to it i think they just it's the fees that are being used for transactions Mm -hmm. that are just getting destroyed or removed from circulation and it's it's looks like it's meeting the what they wanted it to do or it's meeting the intent of trying to make the the gas volatility more stable so even though like the fees are super high like at least they're not like going they're not unpredictable or as unpredictable as they used to be right
1: right and with deflation they'll always they they won't have they fight the urge to get higher and higher you know with with the inflated asset and if the value goes down it takes more of it to pay the fee Mm -hmm. so if they're using the the fees to deflate then it's going to guarantee that the fees stay reasonable and the value of your well, not guarantee, but it's going to help the value of the crypto stay stable for sure.
0: Well, it's definitely helped the value. It's it's risen twenty two percent since that upgrade happened. Wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, what what story do you have? Well, Kyle, do you think crypto is an asset or a currency? I think uh, I think I I think we we decided a uh, currency, didn't we? Well, you're wrong. It's called a cryptocurrency. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Uh, the European Central Bank.
0: On uh, whose authority?
1: Yeah, right. <laughs> On the authority of the European Central Bank. Uh, their president, Christine <laughs> Lagarde. Lagarde? I don't know. She might be Swiss. Uh, I'm just going <laughs> to pronounce it Lagarde. Uh, is, she's drawn a hard line in the sand in, a, in an interview uh, with David Rubenstein. Rubenstein. Uh, she, she, this is a direct quote. Cryptos are not currencies. Full stop. Cryptos are highly speculative assets that claim their fame as currency, but they are not. I think, we have to disque- dis- I think we have to distinguish between cryptos that are highly speculative, suspicious occasionally, and high intensity in terms of energy usage. Assets, but not a currency. Huh. Yeah. So, uh, bam. Okay. Take that. Hard to,
0: hard to argue with that level of conviction.
1: The, uh, uh, apparently, and I don't know why this is, this is in the same article, but then it goes on to talk about, uh, Bitcoin's environmental impact and cites the Bitcoin Mining Council releasing a statement that said in the second quarter, 2021, the use of sustainable energy for Bitcoin mining rose above the 50% barrier. Okay. So that's good. So 56% is what they're saying. 56% of the energy used to mine crypto is sustainable energy.
0: So they must be converting all those gas power plants they're buying to solar. <laughs>
1: yeah, right, I guess. <laughs> uh just use cow and pig methane. There you go. <laughs> you know, back back to the main story. I like I, I honestly I don't know who wrote this fucking right. article. Uh, and <laughs> you don't need to know. Uh so she's uh she's <laughs> she's acknowledging the rise of stable coins and how consumer demand is, is leading central banks
0: to get involved I like the comment about the suspicious activity suspicious activity right I wonder if she's talking about Elon right
1: <laughs> suspicious dog tweets your puppy yeah. sir who tweets a picture of your puppy that's a puppy dump uh, no, to continue to quote her you have those stable coins that are beginning to proliferate which are di- which are a different animal and need to be regulated where there is oversight, which corresponds to the business that they are actually conducting. And in all that, you have the central banks who are prompted by the demands of customers to do something that will make the central bank and central bank currencies fit for the century we're in, which is why we are now looking at all central bank digital currencies. Mm-hmm. So instead of having banknotes and cash in our pockets or wallets, we can have the exactly the same thing but in digital form. We want customers to have their preference. If they still want to hold those banknotes and cash, fine. So the translation is... Crypto
0: is not a currency unless it's the
1: banks. But when we release digital cash, that will be a currency. But none of that other right. shit is a currency. Right. So, yeah, you're, you... It, oh, mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. <laughs> you can't make your own currency. Only we can do it, is what that sounds like.
1: I, I don't... Yeah, right? right I, 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 oh, I love the insanity of of she's saying like these are speculative risky assets but uh but we, yeah we we acknowledge that uh we're going to do digital dollars it's probably going to be exactly the same thing yeah but uh you can that's that's not currency oh <laughs> it the only difference the is who issued it yeah 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 exactly <laughs> yeah okay well uh it's uh, it's going to be the end of the wild west soon i fear
0: speaking of the wild west
1: Draw, motherfucker! Pew pew! Okay,
0: Dan, what was your good?
1: Selling AMC. Yeah? Yeah. I, I should have sold it when it was at 50. I was looking at it and I was like, this would be a good time to sell. And then I was looking at the chart and I realized, like, I need this. I need this cash. I need to start going Monday. I need to start trading the options to pay my bills while I'm watching future levels. Mm-hmm. So, like, getting out into cash. It actually feels really good. Like, this weekend, right now, I don't have any positions in my Ameritrade
0: account. Oh, really? You're all cash?
1: All cash. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, okay. Right? I'm, 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 pos- I've positioned myself, uh, uh, it's
0: yeah, all cash uh, and and no worries. I don't have to think about anything. Yeah, doesn't, yeah it doesn't matter, it does matter does what this good. happens <laughs> this
1: weekend. And yeah, I still have the same amount of money, and uh, I have more than enough I need to get me through to futures trading. Mm-hmm. I have that that account's funded. So yeah, I'm feel, feeling good about that. What's what's your good? Uh,
0: I've started uh, actually using I use stops on all of my option trades last week, even though there wasn't a lot of them. God damn, I'm jealous. Uh, even though none of them triggered, uh, when there weren't like trailing stops or anything. They're just stops. I put hard caps just to make sure that uh if any of these trades went against me I wasn't gonna lose a hundred percent. And I feel a lot better knowing that I at least set a limit. I wish I was doing that a lot you know this <laughs> whole time. <laughs> I wish I'd been doing that, yeah, that since we started this show. I can't believe it took me this long to, to start doing that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what was but, your bad?
1: My my bad was mm, I guess I guess it's the two things. Uh uh get get open in those Disney and Palantir trades before close
0: and neither of them worked out i didn't like your thought process behind doing that either too yeah i just wanted to be trading more yep this is impatient speaking of patience that's a theme of my bad it's my palantir trade Mm. I waited till the morning and I thought I liked the level, but I think when I was initially looking at it, I was like, I want to see this retest down to 28 and then I want to buy them. Yeah. Instead, I bought it on the breakout of 29. That was a false breakout. And then it retested 28, mm-hmm. but I did mm-hmm. put a stop loss on it. The stop loss, uh, was pretty close to triggering, but didn't quite, I set it to where if it fell below 28, cause since that was my level, um, that was where I wanted to get out. If it broke past that, uh, it held it. So that trade is still open, but I definitely could have gotten a much better entry. Mm-hmm. Uh, what was your ugly?
1: Oh, not uh, not positioning my Disney lotto Friday trade with proper risk management, and, uh, and I didn't have a trailing stop. Mm. So uh, I ended up losing more than my risk management allowed for, and... So that means time out then. Hurts in my belly. I did stop trading immediately after that. Actually, that was a good, yeah. You did. So, yeah, there's some good to take out of that. Yeah, I remember we we, we talked later in the afternoon and we were t- talking talk. stocks. I'm like, I stopped watching at 9 a.m. this morning. Like, I don't know where everything's at.
0: <laughs> I walked away. <laughs> Sometimes you have to do that. Yeah. That's good when you can turn an ugly into a good.
1: Well, that's that's the, that's the idea. And, and it, you know, take that ugly, put some lipstick on it.
0: Right. <laughs> uh my ugly is uh i think the last two days of future watching the last little bit of my orientation mm-hmm. uh wasn't done with the same level of participation as when i started oh uh, a lot of that was like business stuff kind of distracting me um but I, I think i missed because of that i missed out on some of the last bit of learning that i could have crammed in there uh before i go back to sim trading on monday yeah uh, I was still posting stuff in the Discord, but a lot of—I mean, I wasn't watching it as intently as I was before, trying to like really see how everything goes together. I was kind of looking at them after the fact, more so last two days than I was, you know, initially when I first started watching everything. So I feel like I kind of cheated myself out of a little bit of opportunity there.
1: At least it's a minor ugly, and
0: you had it didn't cost me any money (laughs) it didn't cost you any money and you had many many (laughs) days of doing it right so yes that is true and uh, like I said uh, that was the end of my orientation so I'll be going back to sim trading Monday my plan with that going forward is that I'm going to sim trade for a week and then reevaluate based on those results whether I need more time simming or if I'm ready to go live so hopefully things go well I'll be trading live and uh, after next week okay well is it time for us to, to start talking bet I think it is I get to go first. Yeah, I mean that's your deal. Yeah, all right. Well, <laughs> since I need uh, since I need a home run, and since they got earnings coming up, uh, I think I'm going to go with BlackBerry. Oh, okay. Saved me once before. I'm counting on them again. I'm taking BlackBerry, and I'm just throwing a dollar fifty trailing stop on it. Okay, sounds good to me. What do you got? I <laughs> I'm going to short IBM. Are you? Yeah. Taking my trade, yeah. <laughs> All right, I like it.
1: Yeah. Um. It's just, uh, have you seen this chart?
0: Yeah, I kind of wish I held those uh, positions a little longer, but once I, you know, made I think twenty percent or twenty-five percent on their trade, I was like, yeah, that's good enough. I'll take that.
1: Um, this past week, it, like if I'm looking at the weekly chart, mm-hmm. this past week it just broke below the uh the 200 week moving average
0: Mm. and uh i need to pay more attention to moving averages i look at more of the short-term ones i don't look at the long-term ones as much
1: so it's the the 100 day and 200 day you know uh um, you know this is a weekly moving average but the 100 day and 200 day are really big for institutional trading you'd know that Mm -hmm. kyle if you took the trade pro course
0: i've been taking the futures course not the options that's in the Foundations, buddy. Bam. Oh, I'm yeah, calling up the right.
1: teacher, and I'm revoking your certificate. Uh, I need to go back there and watch those again. <laughs> you missed so
0: much because there's so much information at once. And, like I just glossed over some of those tools. <laughs>
1: on on the daily, uh yeah, i broke down under that 200-day moving average. The boli- red volume candle was really big. Mm-hmm. Anyway, short IBM.
0: All right, do you want any uh, protection?
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, I'm gonna uh, buy at uh, 136 uh 50 it's my buy stop okay no, we say one, 130 real tight 137 we'll put it at 137 okay and then uh i'm gonna take profit at one we'll say
0: 133.50 and take profit means half Half. Yeah. Everything. Half. Okay. okay. All right. Can you give me an odd or even? Even. Okay. And a one through 12. And it's a four. Consumer, non-durable, NASDAQ. And oh. we've got Tattooed Chef, Inc. TTCF. Oh,
1: I've uh, I've come across that on Weeble. Have you? Chats. Yeah. Oh,
0: that's pretty erratic, looking at the daily. Uh, wow, that's a really big candle yesterday. Big volume spike. Okay. Good job, Random. a <laughs> solid pick. Yeah, it may have... <laughs> God damn it.
1: <laughs> I don't want to lose the Random, Kyle.
0: I uh, hope you like hot stuff.
1: Oh, God damn it. <laughs> okay. Well, there you have it, folks. Tattooed Chef TTCF <laughs> is Randoms. I'm short in IBM, and uh, Kyle is long on Blackberry. Yay. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> stay tuned. Uh, next week we'll have the results of that bet. And uh, like, share, subscribe. Oh yeah, all that show. So, <laughs> yeah, that stuff. Till next time, folks. Happy trades. Bye.